Good morning, dear friends, and welcome to a new episode on these English lessons. And um, this is episode 052. Episode 052 is coming to you a little bit um, late after about uh, five days because um, uh, it's been um, a busy time for me and I also had sad news in my family. I lost my nephew so I have been taking some time to sympathize with uh, the rest of the family. That notwithstanding, uh, I'm back and uh, here is episode 052 and episode 052 is going to focus on tense number 11. So we're going to look at tense number 11 uh, on our ongoing series which is, of course, um, English tenses. For those who have been following this podcast, you will know that we have been working on this particular series for more than a week now because uh, we intend to cover all the English language tenses. There are 13 of them, so we are on tense number 11. Um, that's to hint to you that we are not very far from getting to the end. So it was important for us to take this particular topic, English language tenses, and cover them from, you know, the whole thing, because um, we think it's the easiest way to understand how English tenses work. In many English textbooks, um, tenses are taught at random, or they they, they teach them uh, in pairs or. Uh, sometimes for a whole year, students are learning only two tenses because only two tenses feature in their course book. Um, and, and, and sometimes it's a little bit confusing for students. Let's say students in grade five, they learn the present continuous tense and uh, the, the, the simple past tense. And then uh, when they get to grade six, they learn something like the, the present perfect tense. And at that time, they would have maybe forgotten what they actually learned in the previous grade. So it's a little bit confusing. That's why we're trying to use a different approach here to take all the tenses and deal with them in one block so that uh, when you understand the tenses, you understand them for good and there will be no going back and forth on explaining them. So for teachers who are listening to this podcast, I understand that there are some ESL teachers out there who use uh, my podcast to sort of introduce their lessons and they pull their students to listen to the podcast and discuss the content and so on. I'm happy to know that. And uh, originally it was a podcast destined for students only, but if teachers are making good use of this podcast, it's also a very good thing for me to know. So, um, Without much more to say, let me move on straight to the content that we have for today. Today is Sunday, November 25th, 2018, and this is episode 052, coming to you from my studio here in Shanghai. Our tense we are going to discuss today is the future perfect simple tense, the future perfect simple tense. As the name sounds, you can figure out that we have three tenses in here. Listen again. The future perfect simple tense. You can see first 
There is the future tense, which we have already studied. There is the perfect tense, which we have already studied. And there is the simple tense, which we have also studied. So the future perfect simple. So you're going to look at these um, elements that um, it's the easiest way to understand tenses. When you listen to the name of the tense, it is the reason why I insist that my students learn the names of those tenses because you can just understand the structure. Uh, in, in English, where in countries where English is the first language, there are some native English uh, speakers who don't even know the names of these tenses, but they can use them correctly. Well, uh, this is English for learners of English as a second language, and we intend them to actually understand what they are learning as a structure. So the name is important because in the name, you can actually figure out the structure of the tense. So the future perfect simple tense. Uh, first, you know the future tense, which has will or shall plus a verb. So we had the future simple tense. I will go to school tomorrow. I will do my homework tomorrow. Now, the element of perfect comes in. And when you remember, when you recall, when we uh, talked about the perfect tense, we had this uh, structure which said, with the perfect tense, you always need the verb to have. You always need the auxiliary verb to have plus a verb in past participle form. So that was the, the, the structure we learned in the perfect tense. For those who don't know, you have to go back and listen to that. So here then we have the future perfect simple tense, meaning that the tenses in the future, we will have will or shall, and then we will, the, the, the tense is also in the perfect tense, so we will have the auxiliary verb have plus another verb, which will be in the past participle form. And done. That's the structure. So here is an example of a sentence. Tomorrow by this time, I shall have finished my work. Tomorrow by this time, I shall have finished my work. So by this time tomorrow, I shall have finished my work. I will have finished my work. You can also say that it's acceptable. I will have finished my work. So the action by this time tomorrow will be completed already. So you are talking about a certain time in the future uh, when an action would have already been completed. So by this time tomorrow, we shall have finished our work. By this time tomorrow, we shall have arrived our destination. Sometimes if you're on a flight or when you're on the train traveling to um, another city, you know the time, you know, you know how long it's going to take before you arrive your destination. So it's very easy to use this tense in that context. That's one context I recommend that you can use to practice using the future perfect simple tense. So if you are traveling, think about the time that you're going to arrive. That is 
something that you usually know. If it's a flight, they will tell you exactly when you're going to arrive. At that time, you can make this sentence. By 10 o'clock tomorrow, I will have already arrived. By 10 o'clock tomorrow, I will have already arrived. So that is a very good context in which you can practice using the future perfect simple tense. And as we always uh, indicate, we always point out the fact that each of these tenses uh, has this kind of words and phrases that can hint you, it can give you a hint, can give you a clue that this is the kind of tense you're dealing with. By this time tomorrow, by this time tomorrow, I will have already arrived. By this time tomorrow, I will have done two exercises. By this time tomorrow, I will have written two articles. So you have to imagine a particular time in the future and something that will be completed by that time. That's how you get to make a sentence in the future perfect simple tense. So I encourage you to practice Look for your own examples. Don't always uh, stick with my examples because they might not be the best examples. Always look for your own examples. Write them down. Study the structure and, and correct any mistakes. And then if you are not sure, you can send it to me or you can send it to your English teacher for correction. That's how you get to practice a structure, a sentence structure in English. And that's how you get to practice tenses in English. So... I wish you the best, and since today is Sunday, I think you must have something nice to do today in preparation for a new week tomorrow. Ten minutes are up, and this is Teacher D signing off.